The pieces are in flux. Nothing is what we expect after Revolutionary Road. UKW looks a very different place and a very exciting place. Now I haven't seen Revolutionary Road yet because I did sign up for the subscription and it hasn't gone through. But I would like to do that. However, Showdown was fabulous. A lot happened at Revolutionary Road and they pushed that forward beautifully at Showdown. And not just that, they've been planning this for weeks. That's good booking. Can't deny it. Good work. What happened? Here we go. First surprise, JPR. I'll be talking to JPR for the podcast later in the week. Never expected this. He's been beat up week after week, mainly by Cayman Carlisle and Henry Winter at Revolutionary Road. That came to an end. Because now, he's in. Winter's out. That's a surprise. And at first, I thought, why would you do that? Why would you? What's the point of that? Winter's a big man. JPR is a nasty man. And Carlisle clearly thinks Winter may be big, but he's not brutal enough. JPR can clearly do that. The second surprise Sedgwick, that will be Jonathan Sedgwick. Your kippers have been deboned, sir. Yes, your kidneys are deviled. He won. He beat Jester J. Rowe Lewis, Jr. the third. A revolutionary road. Or as Sid would say, revolutionary It is hard to say. And what happened after that? Mustafa Khan, who won the dream ticket by beating Mr. Hubris earlier on in the night. Cashed him. But why would he do that to his friend? Such oh. That's why. He's not a nice guy anymore. And who's there to help him? Big da- uh, Duncan. Now this. We didn't know why Duncan had turned on Tommy Dillon. For a week or so. Two weeks, we wondered why, and we weren't getting the answers. This is why. That's good simmering booking. And there's more. First of all, there's we've got the titles, which is great. We see the, the kick back to Revolutionary Road. Then we get the titles, good quick titles. Really well done, considering, as I said before, some of the issues they've had technically at the beginning of the shows, earlier on in this run. And we've got Steph... 
and Sid with Shelby. Steph and Sid work so well. Again, I'll say it, Sid had such energy and it's great to have him at commentary. Of course, he won't be there with JPR. They work so well together because JPR was more was quieter and more contemplative. And Sid's so excitable. But Steph works with him really well. She's excitable too, but just a step down. So she keeps him pinned down a bit. As she said at one point, your back is so wet. He was saying, because he's so excited. Really well done. They melded so well. First up for this show, the big man. Mustafa Khan. Crowd don't like him. You shut your mouth, he tells them. That promo was calm and assured. He's absolutely sure of what he's done, sure of where he's going, and he's got the belt. Who wants to take it from him? Shake Muktoom. I wonder how this will end. Well, it will end with Duncan beating him up as someone in the crowd shouts, get off him, you bully. You're quite right. Tommy Dillon's out with his ribs taped. Khan attacks him. That's quite nice work. Duncan attacks Muktoom, who Khan's got previous with. So Khan attacks Dillon, who Duncan's got previous with. Nice. Takes the tape off his back because, of course, he was injured. And then he hits the boss man sidewalk slam for the pin. And it seemed as though this was suddenly a match. I mean, I might cavil at that. Yes, cavil. That's the kind of word I'm going to use. I could have complained or groused about it. And it's and it is grousing season. It's always grousing season for me. But here I didn't mind because it's part of the angle, and the angle is blooming good. More of this duo later. Because you know what? The Persian Empire's back. Until then, though, we've got young Horus versus Hunter L. Car Us, the demon. Now, actually, I'm not sold on your on um, on Hunter L. Car Us, and I'm not sold on young Horus either. But here, they both produce something pretty good. Fast beginning, Horus dominated early with drop kicks. There was some competing chance. Let's go, Horus. Let's go, Hunter. Pretty nice, Horus and Hunter. Sounds like a cop show. He's an Egyptian god. He's a demon. How will they ever work together? Anyway, there was a lovely... I don't know what to call this, but it's an extraordinary move. It was like half a, half a poison rana, half a backdrop. Certainly spiked Hunter on top of his head from Horus. What a great move. And then Hunter hit a, a spear on Horus. He came off the top. Fabulous. Johan Hunt then came out with Leone, who stayed on the, the stage. Horus hit the cattle mutilation, got it this week, for the tap. But no one saw it because the ref was too busy. Well, we saw it, but the, the one who counted, the ref didn't see it. Too busy with Johan Hunt. Hunter gets the roll up and there's the pin. Nicely done. But why are those two together? We might find out later. And here's the second surprise from Revolutionary Road. Remember the Carlisle came and Carlisle and JPR were out. Carlisle with the baseball bat in hand and Mike in the other. Why did he turn on Winter? Cause him a dead weight. JPR says that he's now the tag team champion. They're now the tag team champions. He is carrying both belts. What, what's, what's management saying about that? I thought JPR was management. Is he going to continue as management? He can't now being a bad boy heel. 
But is he now the, the tag team champ just because they've just because they kicked Winter out? Surely he can't just say he's the tag team champion, can he? Maybe he can. Maybe that's the, them's the rules. I don't think so, though. I think that Carlisle and Winter would have to work together, wouldn't they? Maybe that's a wrinkle that's coming in. JPR on the mic. Nicely done. Immediately calls the crowd idiots. Great. So put us right in there. Winter says that he got... He says that Winter beat him up week after week. You see, the thing is... In a way, you might as well join them if you can't beat them. And a way to get a measure of revenge on Winter is to listen to Carlisle when he's saying, let's get Winter out of here. So it came from Carlisle. There was a chant of weasel from the crowd. And I think they're probably right. Okay, next. Johan Hunt with Leone, of course, versus Jonathan Sedgwick. Yes, the hounds have been brushed off. Now, this is great because it's halfway through the, the show. He's also giving, um, well, bigging up that duo of Hunt and Rose. That's good stuff. Nicely done. He calls out the Persian Empire first. He said he'll fight them. I think it's called Pride and Glory, their next pay-per-view. Then after he's done that, he suddenly, even before the bell rings, hits Johan Hunt with an atomic drop and a sliding lariat for a two-count. The bell rings in the middle of that. Yes. He then works on the hamstrings. Rose, of course, gets on the uh, on the apron and distracts him for a Hunt sling blade and, um, and a two-count. Very nice. Sedgwick takes back over, stomps him a bit. Nice suplex. He does that very well. Now, Johan Hunt sells that very well. Rose is shouting at Sedgwick this whole time. As, um, as Sid says, trying to get into... Well, I think it's Steph says, trying, just trying to get into his head there, but not working. Hits a slam. It's very basic. Hits his nice leg drop. Calls for the super kick. Hits it. Doesn't pin anybody. Why? The Persian Empire are out. Hunt rolls him up. Gets the pin. This is working well. Why? It feeds into a story of... Things are a bit displaced. Two belts had to make a new one, but Jester J. Rowe Lewis III still had the other one. We had to fight. Now I've got them both. However, I'm not the unassailable head of the company that I was. And why is this working so well? Khan gives us a rapid-fire promo. It's nicely done. Tells Sedgwick he's going to get a beating week in and week out. That is good week in week out uses that a lot and then who comes to stand by his side Johan Hunt and Leone Rose that has been done for ages I spoke to Leone last week asked her what, what what's this thing with Hunt it, it's clearly not a kind of um, a kind of entanglement an emotional entanglement it's not that clearly not what is it she said oh well well we'll have to see and this is what it is. This is the new Persian Empire. And actually, Johan Hunt's come on so well in the ring recently that I'm interested to see what how this works. I'm also interested to see how this works for Leone Rose. Because it definitely bigs her up. But I hope she's given enough autonomy 
in the Persian Empire to do what she does so well, be a playground heel. Yeah, that's going to work really well. And they've been simmering this for ages. I didn't expect they would join the Persian Empire. I never expected Mustafa Khan would would turn. As he says earlier on, you all thought I was going to retire. Yep, so did I. He's done that so well. He's done that so well even in his social media posts. That's really good work and good booking from all concerned. I'm a bit in awe of it, actually. Okay, the Playtime Mafia are out, but they look like yesterday's men, don't they? Lewis's um, jester, Lewis, is um, hobbling down to the ring. He's got a bad knee. And Duncan comes out. And Lewis gives us a fantastic line. What kind of monster needs a bodyguard? Nice. Duncan is held off by Cerebral Steve. Come on, Big Daddy Duncan. You can smack the hell out of him. But he tells him, we're going to do what you couldn't. They're going to put the boss away. That's really good stuff. Another great angle. Playtime Mafia go and we've got Duncan in the ring on his own. Just soaking it in. So many heels. We're not sure where the other stuff's going to come from. We're not sure. That's great work. Okay, next, O'Keefe versus Takaro for the Round the Clock Championship. I've really liked what O'Keefe is doing. As I've said before, not the I'll just hit you with the soccer rocks and claim the belt in the car park. He's actually turned it into a wrestling belt. And, you know, he and Takaro, who I'm not delighted with, had a good match here. Really nice, because Takaro's got the power. O'Keefe's got the speed, which he shows by meeting him with a dropkick off the ropes. Lovely. He then gives him a flip out the corner, tries to pin from that. Billy, that's not going to work. And it doesn't indeed. DeCaro's running knee, which is quite a nasty one actually, sends him out of the ring. Then he has a good back elbow, but O'Keefe thinks, I can do better than that. So it's a flying back elbow. Very nice. Then the Hamelock clothesline gets a two count. Oh, but who's this? Carlisle takes out Remus Kane and JPR clotheslines both of them. It's a DQ. There's an assisted cutter and Carlisle speaks to the referee about make, about making the, the count and I'd forgotten that, yeah, because they'd done this booking around it's going to be a wrestling belt now, I'd forgotten that you can get it anywhere. Pinned by JPR, he's the new round-the-clock champion. That's great booking as well. I mean, really, I because... You know, I, I know I just said at the head of this segment, well, I'm really pleased it's a wrestling belt rather than a smack you up in the car park belt, but I didn't think it was going to be one of those belts. I thought O'Keefe was going to have it for a few more weeks and be a, and it would be a wrestling belt. I'll have it for a year and it'd be a wrestling belt. I never expected it would change hands like this. It's another shot for me and it's great. Andrew Jepson comes out to save O'Keefe being brutalised. But the real point is that they swerve me, and in a really good way. And here is your main event. This this program is so strong that the main event can be, can contain two fighters who are not generally main event material. Ian Creed, not Creep, and Joe Sedgwick, Silver Spoon Sedgwick, as he was called, by Lawrence Breeze. 
When they come out, Creech got him in a shopping trolley. He tosses him into the barricade, suplexes him on the outside, covers him with the mat and splashes him. As Steph said, he's made Joe Sedgwick into a sushi roll. Or he's made a sushi roll out of Joe, I think she says. It's great. Sid's so excited by this match. Creed then goes to get a lollipop from the concession stand, goes to put it in his mouth and his ear and does all that kind of stuff, but takes a fisherman suplex instead. Gets back on top, does the wet finger in the ear thing, then puts it in Joe Sedgwick's, Sedgwick's mouth. Not very nice. Chokes him, fish hooks him, hits her knee for the pin and then just takes him out and throws him into the door to the back. And that's your main event end. Not a triumphal, oh my word, that's marvellous. They can end on that kind of downbeat basis. You know, a heel beating somebody who we thought was going to be coming up. They can do that because this programme is so strong. Well, I'm, I'm shocked because... I knew that it was getting better, showdown. But this has jumped up several notches. This was exciting and different, and they've made real changes and made they done they've given us some audacious booking. And that works so well. And I expect that we will have the pieces in flux for a few weeks before that face team stabilizes and before UKW stabilizes and they might be doing a sort of incursion angle but they're not doing it in the usual way there are two main factions here who are not working together and I like that this was just fabulous it's I think it might be the best of UKW I have ever seen and that bodes well for the future well done all Well done. Ta-ta.